Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey, and today we're talking week 14 in the NFL. And well, usually this episode over the last three years has been a pretty uh, depressing episode, I would say, Jeff. I mean, most people... Whenever we come on the week 14, first week of playoffs, the last three years, it's been pretty, pretty terrible. But hey, you, you got a victory. You're going on to the championship here. I went big. I went big and it paid off. Feels good. And honestly, I'm not even, I, I lost pretty big, but you know what? I'm not going to lie. You, you making the playoffs in general. That was a win, right? <laughs> yeah, that was the win. That was the win. That was the whole goal. Get myself to the playoffs with my crap team starting <laughs> in a bad hole in keepers and auction. We have, the rules can really put you in a hole for the next season. If you, and, hey, I, I felt that was a win, and I'm still going to lose by like 60 probably or something ridiculous, and I had Drew Brees. <laughs> so that shows how bad my team was today. Drew Brees in his 50. But yeah, hey, it's good. You got the victory moving on. Maybe you can get a championship finally after in year 10 of that league. That's what I'm, so. I'm, I'm hoping for, baby. <laughs> but, all right, let's go game by game here. We'll see what how the day went. We'll start off with Falcons, Panthers, Falcons. The good Atlanta team showed up today. You never know which one's going to be there. Today yeah. they win 40 to 20. And some weeks they can look like this and all of a sudden look like a really good team with Matt Ryan, 313 yards, two touchdowns. Devontae Freeman gets himself 84 on the ground in a touchdown. And then, um, well, Julio didn't really do much, but Ridley does five for 76 in a touchdown. Julio only had five for 66. But it's like the good Falcons team showed up and it looks pretty, pretty good on the stat sheet for him for most of the players. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, this was what we were hoping for kind of all season, um, especially Matt Ryan owners. But Devontae Freeman looked very good. And, um, you know, he has so many people to throw to, uh, you know, Ridley and Jones and, and Hooper being healthy now. Um, it, it definitely changes the dynamic of that Atlanta team. And I, I can't tell when they're going to do well and when they're not. <laughs> they're probably one of the most frustrating teams, especially for fantasy-wise. Um, I mean, and then they go against the Panthers, who – have a few guys that you really rely on, um, but they held them in check for the most part. Um, you know, Allen, the QB, didn't do a whole lot, but even McCaffrey, they kept him out of the end zone. But McCaffrey being McCaffrey found a way to <laughs> still make it beneficial, right? I mean, 53 yards rushing, but he puts 82 yards uh, receiving um, so he doesn't get a touchdown, but he still gets in double digits for you for fantasy. So you have to love that. Um, DJ Moore, 81 yards. And Ian Thomas, um, he gets the touchdown, 57 yards on five catches. You know, nothing to write home about, but there's a few solid performances still. Well, McCaffrey's 11 receptions, PPR, man, you're just racking up points. What a That's a huge day there. And then, you know, back to Atlanta, the first thing I thought, like, Julio's actually been, I think, quietly disappointing here for a while. I feel like it doesn't get talked about much, but just in standard scoring, he hasn't been hitting double digits very often here. He's been, what, four straight games in single digits, I think five of the last six. Shoot, you go back even further, and it's even like more. It's like seven of the last nine in single digits with um, no touchdowns in that stretch. He had four touchdowns first three weeks of the season, and there he goes. He's on his no-touchdown streak again. Um, Man, I, I – I don't know what it is. I mean, like we said, the Falcons, you don't know what team – the Falcons team is going to show up. You don't know why this is either. Who knows? Like it's hard to – it's so hard to predict I with with the Falcons and with Julio. I don't understand what's going on there. 
Um, I mean, Ridley's been the better fantasy player for the last four weeks now, I think. But, hey, I you just you throw Julio in the lineup, you just don't think about it. You can't at this point if you have him on your team. So, just odd the way he's been scoring. How about the next one? Ravens, Bills. Ravens win 24-17. Bills, though, I think kind of showed they are a pretty good team. They stayed right there with Baltimore. Had a shot. Couldn't quite do it, but Lamar, you know, another solid game because he hits three touchdown passes, only 145 throwing. And for him, only 40 rushing is pretty low. So Baltimore, offensively, this wasn't the biggest day for him, but still on a day that's not great for Lamar Jackson, he gets it done with three touchdown passes. He just continues to do it. Yeah. I mean, what else can you say about him? I keep talking about what if, what if, what if. I mean, if he is able to increase the passing yards on a consistent basis, I mean, he – you know, we, we talked about who you would take number one overall as far as QBs next year. And, you know, we're a little bit split. I think uh, Craig is a little more sold on Lamar. And I would probably take the safer option and still go Mahomes. But, you know, if, if he does increase that where he's hitting 2 to 50 on a regular basis, you know, it would be very difficult not to pick him. Yeah, I mean, I, I just think he's – in his bad days, he still is good. So I'm going to have a hard time not picking him as a top quarterback. But on the other side, Josh Allen was a guy we thought. I mean, I've always he puts up fantasy numbers. Today he just didn't find like he, there, it wasn't there. Only two carries, so he only actually scrambled twice for nine yards, threw 146 yards and a touchdown. Baltimore's a tough team though. That's uh really tough to play against. So Allen struggled, but on the plus side, Devin Singletary again looked pretty good. 17 carries, 89 yards, six catches, 29 yards. He continues to be good. I really like his prospects for next year. I think Singletary is going to be. Maybe he. I could. I could see him being one of those overhyped guys, though. You know, I get worried that way. Yeah, I mean, I guess he could. I don't. I don't see it happening currently. <laughs> because, because people are. It, people always try to find that guy. Maybe. Yeah. He, maybe they think he's the one. So. I guess that's true. And Josh Allen, I do just want to go back to that for a moment because. It was interesting. I always thought this is possibly what would happen more uh, in 2019 mm-hmm. for Josh Allen, especially the fact that they were able to corral him so he didn't get to rush and kind of, you know, do things with his legs, which definitely goes, you know, contributes to him being a good fantasy player. But they turned him into a one-dimensional, uh, you know, drop back and try to pass, and you just saw how mightily he struggled. Um it you know, it He's been able to get it done. They're nine and four. He's been great, but it is kind of one of those. Is this going to be the blueprint moving forward? Or do you think that Josh Allen, um, if he's going against not one of the top four or five defenses, will just be able to do what he usually does? I think as long as he's not going against one of these top defenses, he'll be fine. But that's the kind of player I think he is. He's not, you know, the greatest thrower out there, you know, accurate passer. So it, days when he plays good defenses, it just all becomes tough for him and he can't just use his legs. And, you know, that's, that's where Buffalo could struggle a little bit, but fantasy wise, Allen will be fine if, you know, when his good matchups, hopefully he just gets a little better. Um, he needs to throw the ball a little more accurately. He's just not there at all yet, but I think that, I think that'll improve for him. How about we'll go to Browns, Bengals, Browns win 27, 19, Bengals go to one in twelve now in the year, so eh, 
this sure, game, I though. I, yeah, it, I don't care it, that it was a win. Cleveland has to it, still feel sick to their stomach. I mean, just, yeah, right. It's, what uh, is going on? I mean, still they weren't able to take advantage of a one in a one no. in eleven at the time, one in eleven Cincinnati team. Um, you know, Dalton didn't. I mean, no one really did anything. But Mixon, he he showed up again. Um, he's been playing pretty good football, even though he's on a very lousy team. Twenty three carries, one hundred and forty six yards with a touchdown. Um, you know, hopefully you played him if you had him because he did really well. Boyd, uh, 75 yards with five catches, you know, was a, a decent play, but everyone else obviously not worthwhile. But the Browns, what I'm talking about, Mayfield, I mean, no touchdowns, uh, throwing. He did get one on the ground, uh, two carries for 13 yards and a touchdown, but 11 for 24, 192 yards, two interceptions. I mean, if you can't get it done against Cincinnati, I have a very difficult time believing that you're going to be able to turn around. I mean, they're fighting to be a, a 500 team. I just don't know what is going on with them. I mean, we can move on, but I mean, do you have any no. sort of analysis on, on why they're Baker just, would be so poor this year? Oh, that's just a dysfunctional team. I think, honestly, it's weird to say. It really feels like Baker Mayfield spent too much time worrying about commercials in the offseason. I it's it's weird. Honestly, you know, we might. I just wonder if that's a lot to do with it. The guy didn't just really didn't spend his time in the offseason getting ready. You know, I don't know. It's weird. I don't understand it. He showed such promise last year, and this year he adds Odell Beckham. I mean, he has Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, and this is what the what, what's happening. Like, how is this possible? I mean, his offensive weapons are absolutely stacked, which is why everyone loved him going into the season. I mean, he's finally getting a Joku back. But Odell Beckham has been wasted on this team. You know, I thought he was being wasted with Eli. <laughs> and I mm-hmm. just, I mean, you almost have to give it to Eli now. Like, at least he got him the ball. Right. I mean, two catches for 39 yards. Landry still did what Landry's been doing. He's He's been, yeah, solid. He's been solid. Four catches for 76 yards. Um, and Nick Chubb has been great as well. He only got 15 carries, but he went over the century mark. Uh, Kareem Hunt, though, uh, once again gets a touchdown rushing. Um, taking it away from Chubb. So I don't know how that is going to play out. But this whole thing is very, very intriguing to me. And I do wonder, and this is a little bit of a size, so I don't know how many people play Dynasty or um, anything like that. But if you do play Dynasty, what is your thought on trying to trade low for Baker Mayfield? Do you think that he will turn it around? Do you think this is a one-year slump? Or do you think that he's not worth the trade? I wouldn't give up much for him, but I would I – would- I think he's better than this, and I think he will be better than this in his career. I I just don't know. I mean, I think this Freddie Kitchens isn't the guy for the job. I think it's a lot of that, and maybe the maybe the Odell Beckham thing just doesn't work either. I don't know. I would just – I think he's going to be better. I think Baker's going to be fine in the future, but they need some changes for that to happen. But, yeah, if you can get him and not have to really give up much because at this point – People have definitely – I mean, shoot, people have given up on him already. So, yeah, I'd, I'd take a chance on him, though. I think he's going to be better. He has, I mean, he can't be much worse. No, no, he can't, unfortunately. <laughs> but all right, how about Packers, Redskins? Packers win 20-15. to 15. That's not very not a very great game for them, I guess. Um, but, hey, a win's a win, another 10-3. and Rodgers, 195 yards, a touchdown. He threw the one touchdown to who, – who the heck even was that? One of their backup tight ends, Robert – Tanyan, I don't even know how to say that guy's name. Um, didn't go to Devontae <laughs> Adams. 
Didn't go to anybody like that. Devonta Adams only four for forty one. But Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones is so, he's all or nothing this year. He's had some massive games, and he follows it up with nothing games. But this is one of his great games: one hundred thirty four on the ground, fifty eight receiving, and a touchdown. Man, he goes big or he just does nothing. Yeah, and Green Bay has been quietly i mean i say quietly because you look at their record they're 10 and 3 and you're kind of like wow i did not expect them to be quite that good especially when aaron Rodgers isn't putting up major numbers my problem with green bay and i'm not sure if you have a bead on who to play and when but against bad teams like this was the perfect example you think that aaron Rodgers can torch a washington team right but they just kept giving the ball to Aaron Jones. So is it do against bad teams, are you more likely to play Green Bay running backs and then teams that can score go with Aaron Rodgers or vice versa? You know, it feels like maybe these bad teams are just, yeah, they can just run the ball. They don't have to do too much. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it with <laughs> playing them in those games. Rodgers, it's like they don't need him to do a lot sometimes in these games. They're not, they're not pressing it is almost what it ends up feeling like. Yeah, because I mean, but but then again, last week it's the Giants that Jones didn't do anything. But that has to seem to be, I don't know, it's weird. This I, this is one of those offenses I I don't know what's going to happen week to week. I just don't get it. Um, I mean, I don't know. It's weird. Rod, what shoot? What is Rod Rogers is the up and it's so crazy to me. <laughs> Look at these numbers. Like I would just hate playing guys like this. I can't believe Aaron Rodgers became one of these guys where he's had. Games of um, 14.9, 10, 11.5, 13.4, but then a 36-1, 33-1, Man, Uh, that's frustrating, I guess. That's why I like Lamar Jackson so much. Right. You know know what you're getting, right? Yeah, I mean, the rushing really does buoy these guys. Even Josh Allen, besides for – I mean – you know, besides for today, he has been more consistent because he can rush the ball. I mean, you, yeah. you look at everyone almost, even Russell Wilson, um, you know, and Mahomes will be the only other one that is just kind of a pure passer. But, you know, he's just kind of a, a different a different breed, if you will. Well, usually um, Russell Wilson, but tonight, fourth quarter, 10 minutes left, he only has like 6.9. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> Um, I, I don't know. It, it has been a very strange year. And I know I almost like Devonta Adams is a perfect example. We always think that Aaron Rodgers is going to throw a lot. And because he did not, um, and Devonta has been hurt as well, but he hasn't been getting near as many touchdowns. I mean, last year it was pretty much he was averaging like a touchdown a game almost. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, even though he's been able to get quite a few yards when he's been in there, um, it has been disappointing almost all all the way around uh, these big players because you can't, um, you know, the QB wide receiver situation go hand in hand. So we talked about Julio. We can talk about Devontae Adams. We can talk about Juju. I mean, this year has really been the the year of disappointments as far as wide mm-hmm. receivers go, mostly because of what the QB situation has been. Odell, you can throw him on there. I mean, I can go down the list. It is pretty, pretty incredible. And then now you're seeing these younger guys come up uh, because they're gelling with with whoever they've you know have under center. How about we move over to Vikings Lions? Vikings win twenty to seven. Lions are terrible, which is fine. They just need to lose out at this point. I'm cool with that. There's no no need to win. What yeah, they'll go, do is they'll, go, they'll go win. for that draft <laughs> draft they'll, spot, baby. Yeah, they'll win um, week seventeen like they like to do. Yeah, when it doesn't matter, stupid. And lose like go, you know five spots because they they just can't do anything right. But. <laughs> 
about uh, Vikings? Cousins didn't have to do much in this one, 242 and a touchdown. Dalvin Cook, 62 yards on the ground, got himself a touchdown, 13 yards receiving. So in dig, six for 92. They, they were all just solid. They, they didn't really have to do much in this one to win this game. So they were, they're all solid games and nothing spectacular. Yeah. Who you thought was going to do fine did fine. I mean, even Galladay yeah. got his touchdown. So. Yeah, that's that's pretty much, you know, just it was fine. Yeah. yeah no big takeaways from that one. Not really line side Scarborough, 65 yards on the ground. That's about what you expect from him, really. So just, I don't, who cares about the lines? They're, they have, their fantasy prospects are terrible right now. Yeah. Not just Galladay. You hope Galladay does something for you, but it doesn't look great. But the next game Here we is go. chocked full of people. Man, 49ers, <laughs> 48, Saints, 46. And Drew Brees, I mean, he was down in the ranks this week. <laughs> and he just – he comes up with five – he throws five touchdowns and runs for one. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't get it. I mean, last week he played Atlanta. That should have been a great matchup. And he does nothing. And this week he looks like Drew Brees of old. I mean, it was just a great game from him. And it gets a great defense. I don't get it. On both sides, even Garoppolo showed out. It it was a absolute wonderful game to watch. And (laughs) it was one of those where I texted Craig in the middle of the day. And I was just like, well, you know, for everyone we told not to play Breeze, you know, I feel bad. I mean, we did say Tannehill instead, and he had a great game as well. But you just – it's so difficult to predict, especially with Breeze and and guys that have so much – uh, you know, just history behind them. You you just have to expect they're going to do well, and you're just playing it off matchup. So this didn't look like it was going to be a great matchup, and I didn't think either team was going to score a ton because of the defense. But I mean, forty eight to forty six, get out of here! That is insane. But everyone, I mean, everyone showed up because Garoppolo had four touchdowns. Uh, you know, Breeze had five, and. I mean, I don't even know where to start. We could go down the list and talk about how many people carried the ball. But, I mean, why don't we just go with San Fran and talk about uh, Mostert. So, he actually did get the most carries. And he has been kind of pulling away from the other running backs the last few weeks, it feels like. How do you feel about him and the other running backs going for the final weeks here? You're you're talking about who do I play in the playoffs? I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fair answer. I would say not Coleman. I don't know what happened to him, but yeah, only three carries today. That whole thing went away real quick. Yeah, I, I mean, Breida did look pretty good too. Six yeah. carries, fifty-four yards. But Coleman, yeah, he he looked good when he first came back, and that's all gone away. Um, I mean, it's it's Breida and Mostert. And most, I mean, I think you play him. You, he's he's in your lineup. I think I do too. And the, the scares me about this is not only do they have three pretty good running backs, but I mean, they had three other guys that ran the ball. I mean, they gave yeah. Debo two carries. I mean, Garoppolo had two, whatever, and then they, they throw one to James. But it, they're trying everything they can um, to just run the ball down people's throats, and it's been working, but they distribute it to everyone who can possibly make a play. It, it's becoming very difficult to pick who you should play in that. But I would agree with you. I think Mostert would be the start for me. Yeah, I mean, he's always he always plays well. I feel like he just he just always ends up looking good in in whatever amount of carries he gets. Yeah, and let's not forget he did actually catch a touchdown as well. It that does. was thrown from Emmanuel Sanders, which is yeah, no. So it kind of boosts his stats. You can't really predict that. <laughs> well, and how about Sanders? Sanders seven for one fifty seven, 
caught a touchdown, threw a touchdown. And Literally, when you were like ready to be like, okay, maybe he was he wasn't <laughs> in anybody's lineups. I don't think I I didn't play him. He sat on my bench this week. I mean, because his last four games after he got hurt, he had two point four, three point three, one point five, four point one. It obviously what would have made you play him right now? Unless you you know you didn't have other receivers, obviously, then you can. But this wasn't expected. But I mean, now he's back in your lineup next week against Atlanta. You you go play Sanders again. And and Debo had a solid five for seventy six, Kittle six for sixty seven a touchdown. I mean just a just a good all round game for fantasy players in this one. And then I was saying for the Saints, except for Alvin Kamara. Which yeah, 40, 43 total yards. Yeah, it's just not what you're expecting from Kamara. We keep thinking that he's gonna, you know, it's odd. I don't. Yeah, come back and break out. But at this point, you have to have lost a lot of confidence in the way that they're using him. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite get what it is. And no, to tell you the truth, I don't. Even, I you know, I shouldn't even put that onus on New Orleans because I don't know if it's about using him because he got his usual thirteen touches. You know, I mean, he only got four catches, which you can amp up, but he got thirteen carries. He just he hasn't been able to find the room, and Latavius Murray got seven catches, turned it into 69. So, I mean, I don't know. Is it something with Kamara, or is it something with the offense is just a little bit different than what it has been? I'm Maybe not sure. Maybe it's just slightly different. But I don't I don't know. It's, it's an odd thing because Murray seems to look okay. And the rest of the – like, Michael Thomas still does his thing. The rest of the offense does their thing, so some weeks. This is just an odd week for him. It's just not been the same this year. No, I don't get it. It's uh, I don't think that's something to worry about. I think it'll be figured out. It's just it's disappointing if you if you pick Kamara and we're expecting the old Kamara. Yeah, but you know, Michael Thomas, eleven catches. We didn't even say his name yet. Eleven to just one hundred thirty-four yards and touchdown. This guy's ridiculous. Yeah, he's just good. And Jared Cook was on his way to having a ridiculous day before he got knocked out with a concussion. So. Only two catches, but both of them touchdowns. <laughs> right. That works. <laughs> How about uh, Jets-Dolphins? Jets win by one. Very, very exciting there. Darnold, 270, two touchdowns. Powell, 74 yards on the ground. Robbie Anderson, nice game. Seven for 116 and a touchdown. He's, you know, he's had some solid games, but he's, again, somebody you don't know when you can fully trust him. But it's been three in a row where he's been double digits. After, I mean, the five before that, though, were. One four point three three point three one point one six point six, and then he goes double digits for three straight. So he's he's, yeah, he's hard to trust. I don't know. I mean, especially on that team, and I mean, really, the <laughs> it's so sad to say because it's Miami against the Jets. But the the big story here is the fact that Bell didn't play. So I'm sure that is what most people are going to be talking about with this game, not necessarily what anyone else did. <laughs> yep. Because you have Bell in the playoffs playing Miami. You have to just be like rubbing your hands together like, I planned this out perfectly. And then you find out this morning like, oh, no, he's not going to play. <laughs> just one of the worst defenses. <laughs> I'm going to say Dolphins. The Dolphins side of thing, there really isn't anything fantasy-wise here. Devontae Parker got hurt and, you know – his streak of good games ended because of that. So who knows what would have been. It was in the second, got a concussion in the second quarter. So other than that, I mean, what was it? Uh, Ford there, six for 92, which absolutely no one even has rostered. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, not a whole lot else there. No, just that kind of game. How about Colts, Bucks? And this is the perfect Jameis Winston game. Five or <laughs> four, <laughs> he throws for four. He runs one in and he throws three picks. 
Yeah, four. I mean, oh my gosh, four hundred fifty-six <laughs> yards. That is Jameis Winston game. All that. I mean, that's it's everything there. That's the whole game. And he got taken out because he got hurt at one point. Comes back in. That's just Jameis Winston. I mean, for fantasy purposes, like he might not be great right now as an NFL quarterback necessarily because the picks, but. He makes up for it. Like, even in a game where he throws three picks, he has 42.7 points. Yeah. I mean, he threw for, I mean, I couldn't say almost 456 yards and four touchdowns. If you just look at that, I mean, it doesn't matter what else he does. <laughs> no, he was ninth in, in the NFL and, and for fantasy as the ninth best quarterback heading into this game and he gets 42.7. He's going to end up as one of the top quarterbacks in fantasy this year. And this is what he does. I hope he's back next year. I think it's, I think it's exciting. <laughs> yeah, especially, I mean, if you want Godwin and you want Evans and, you know, OJ Howard to have a chat, like this is a very great offense for fantasy, even though it will never turn out to be a good football team because you can't run the ball at all, but you will throw it, throw it, throw it. And you have a QB who will, he's throwing a touchdown or he's going to try to force it in there. There's no in between. So it probably is insanely frustrating for Tampa Bay fans, but as far as fantasy owner, I don't, I don't care i like i won't shy away from playing winston or almost any wide receiver on his team at this point if they're gonna if they're gonna have to do this in order to win winston's now with uh 23 picks and five fumbles on the year <laughs> so receiving wise godwin gets seven for 91 evans got the big 61 yard touchdown but came down with a hamstring injury and it looked it didn't look good i i highly doubt he's playing next week it um it looks like he's gonna be out and after the game, Bruce Arians did not seem to think he was going to be playing next week. So those those hamstrings, those seem to linger. So yeah, that's a bummer for me. <laughs> yeah, yep, um, yeah. I I think that's going to be disappointing there, but doesn't didn't didn't look good. No, but I mean that just means double down on Godwin next year yeah. or next week. Um, and hey, <laughs> Rashad Perriman. Actually right. doing something after being drafted pretty high, what, three years ago? Three <laughs> catches for 70 yards and a touchdown. He came out of nowhere. Right. Hey, that's his second double-digit game of the year, I think. <laughs> so there we go. About the Colts side of things, Brissett, he gets himself a, a solid fantasy day, 251, two touchdowns. Not, I mean, pretty solid, 26.6. He, he needed one of those for fantasy purposes. He's been pretty disappointing in his last five games. So... That was good there. Marlon Mack comes back from the injury, only gets 38 yards on the ground, does get the touchdown, which made it decent, but this wasn't a really good game for him. And then, um, yeah, what do you say about the passing game? There's, I mean, you weren't playing Marcus Johnson, who had three for 105, so not no. much not much else there. Yeah. Not with, without T.Y. Hilton. There's really not a lot going on there. How about the Broncos? Beating up on the Texans, 38-24. Where, where the heck did this come from? This is hilarious to me. And uh, Locke, I mean. <laughs> he looks pretty good. Yeah, wow. I mean, he yeah. beyond impressive, really, as far as not being um, just being a rookie and getting thrown in there at the end of the year for a team that was, what, four and eight, like very much struggling. He did look very good. And I was wondering if uh, – you know, last week was going to just be, okay, you know, he looked pretty good, but I wonder if that was just kind of luck, you know, two touchdowns, an interception, kind of getting his feelers out. Every facet of this game looked good for him. 
I mean, he was 22 for 27. He was, uh, you know, accurate. He threw for over 300 yards, three touchdowns. He had one pick. But, I mean, for only your second start, um, I have to believe that this hopefully it continues for the for the next couple of weeks not that i would play lock but it does make me feel better about like um sutton uh definitely fant who seems like he has taken a liking to him and perhaps like a uh, lindsey freeman throwing to them out of the backfield so you know you wonder if going to a rookie quarterback would have killed their production but i don't think it's going to no I, i'm impressed with him i i hope this continues like we've been i mean if he was if he hadn't been hurt this year, I mean, he would, he probably would have became that the starter a lot sooner than he did. Obviously, I mean, Flacco did get pulled eventually, but they had nobody backing him up at the time. If Locke had been there, I think it would have happened earlier. Yeah. And I'm very happy about this as well because I did pick him up in the dynasty. Oh, uh, you did? Dang it. I was yeah. just yes, thinking I was, about <laughs> I was looking for a quarterback, hence why I was asking about Baker too, but uh, <laughs> Locke retired and then Roethlisberger went down for the entire year, so I was left with pretty much nothing. Uh, I've been playing Brissette a lot, but Locke, maybe he's the uh, the future, hopefully. There you go. Noah Fant had a good game, I'll say, not four for 113, a touchdown. Not much from Sutton, five for 34, but there'll be some of those games, which actually yeah. kind of surprised you. You see 38 points from the Broncos, and you would have thought Sutton would have done something. Yeah, but it still it still made me feel uh, pretty good about it. I mean, he got five catches. He he led the team with catches, so I'm not, uh, I'm not overly done on that. And then uh, for the Texans, Sean Watson wasn't – really great throwing the ball 28 for 50 292 yards a touch on two picks but he ran two of them in so he gave you gave you a very good fantasy day because of that and hey that's all that matters in this and then deandre hopkins seven for 120 and a touchdown which good to see from from hopkins he's had now three i think three pretty good fantasy days in a row after he was um slightly disappointing but i mean he was disappointing in the way that he wasn't putting up big numbers but two of the last three have been big numbers. Before that, he was just getting into double digits barely. But, you know, he's still DeAndre. He's still – he's fine. He's he's going to end up as a top five receiver for the year again, even in a, in a maybe slightly disappointing season. But yeah. It's not not terribly disappointing. <laughs> just, no. I guess – Yeah, just, you, you're expecting, expecting maybe, yeah. But you didn't get Michael Thomas. You don't, you're not getting those numbers. Which, right. You, which, you were hoping for yeah. a few more touchdowns and – yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, it, if you look at it, I mean, weeks two through, what, six were very disappointing. And then he started coming back. But, yeah, the last few weeks he's looked more like himself. Uh, and really the touchdowns came back and the bigger plays. And, um, you know, Will Fuller was out today. but So Hopkins soaked up all the other looks. How about Chargers, Jacksonville here? 45-10 to 10 for the Chargers. Just destroy Jacksonville. Rivers threw three touchdowns, 314 yards. One of them went to Eckler. One of them went to Mike Williams. One of them went to Hunter Henry. None to Keenan Allen, who had five for 83. Eckler, though. Austin Eckler is the story here. Eight carries, 101 yards. Four receptions, 112 yards. That's a massive game. And I had to go against him. That was fun. (laughs) But 27.3 in standard scoring. So, what, 31.3 in PPR. This is a huge game from Eckler. And that's with... Melvin Gordon getting himself 12 carries, 55 yards on touchdown. But Gordon, you know, he was fine. But Eckler's never gone away. And what we were just talking, I think, the other day, we are going through some of the ranks, and he was eighth for the season. This just boosted him even higher. Yeah, I I, I thought at some point it would really hurt him. But he's been uh, 
he just finds a way to score. I mean, he's been great. And Gordon hasn't been bad either. So it'll be very interesting next year. I mean, obviously, if you're in the playoffs, uh, you're, you know, you're probably playing Eckler and Gordon. Uh, I think they're both playable. But um, next year, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with this backfield. And then Mike Williams gets his, his ridiculous yards per catch average goes up even more this week with the two for 63. And I was actually kind of surprised. That was his first touchdown of the year. So, you know, he's been a big play guy, but it hasn't resulted in touchdowns until now. And he had, what, 11 last year? Something ridiculous like that? Yeah, and- very strange. I mean, L.A. in general, the Chargers have been one of my more disappointing teams, kind of. Um, it sounds weird coming from them, but Keenan Allen kind of fell off. You know, Williams never really amounted to too much. Henry got hurt. Uh, Gordon held out and then came back. So it kind of messed with you for a while, even though Eckler was great. But um, they just never really got it going. And today was more of what I thought it was going to be. I mean, 45 is a lot. But I thought that they would be able to put a lot of points up, especially th- going through the air. Um, today is the ex- perfect example of what could have been. <laughs> Then over Jacksonville side, Minshew, not much here. 162 yards of touchdown. That touchdown went to <laughs> went to um, Nickel Leary. And then uh, DJ Chark, nine for 75. He did leave with an injury. Um, I think it was just the way he like tweaked his ankle. It looked like we'll see how that if that is something that'll happen, you know linger on to next week. Fournette, 15 carries, 50 yards, not much there. It was just a bad day for Jacksonville. So. You didn't get much fantasy production because of it. How about the Titans here? Titans, have, they're 8-5. and five. So, <laughs> Man, I, The move to Tannehill, I can't stress how good that has been for them. It's They, they went 42-21. Tannehill, 21 for 27, 391 yards and three touchdowns. That's, I mean, Miami could use this guy. <laughs> I really think they could. <laughs> right. I wonder what they're feeling about now. Tannehill, it looks impressive. And then... A.J. Brown, five catches, 153 yards, and two touchdowns, one of them a 91-yard touchdown. But A.J. Brown seems to, you know, he seems to be getting, he gets a couple big plays. What, two weeks ago, he had four for 135. He's he's an interesting prospect for next year. He's had a lot of, he's had a few big games and the, everything in between that. He hasn't done much, but you see the potential there with him. And especially with Tannehill out there. That, I mean, that was it for the receiving game, though. It's a weird thing. Tannehill has just spread that thing around. Yeah, and I mean, look at how many people that caught a ball like today. Ten I mean, guys caught balls there. And just spreading it all around. A.J. Brown's the only one who got anything major there. But, but I mean, Derrick Henry, again, 18 carries, 103 yards, two touchdowns. This guy has been really good for fantasy. And you know what? I'm going to probably – put him down my ranks next year yet because i don't believe it i still don't believe it i, <laughs> I mean, still this, i don't know at this point i i i'm i'm i mean i'm in i bought in like i, I bought in before and got burned I mean, but i truly extent, believe that but <laughs> I, yeah but i i truly believe that he looks i mean he looks apart he's been great and i think with a quarterback that can spread the ball out and pass effectively you know they it's opening up so many alleys for henry to run through and he is exploiting them all right now i mean he has been really phenomenal i have to take my hat off to him because i was a i was a doubter because i've seen it how many times i mean both of us just so up and down all the time Uh, but but he's he's been phenomenal yeah he's he is gonna be what top five draft pick next year probably i would say um 
McCaffrey's going to have to go off the board number one, but there's going to be people telling you to draft Henry number one. I, I, I can just see it. So if he finishes this year like he's been doing, and I won't be that guy. Yeah, I was going to say, I won't be that high. There'll be either, somebody. But, there'll be somebody. Yeah. And then um, Raiders side of things, Carr, 263, two touchdowns, but no one's really playing Derek Carr. So I'm. No, I mean, no, no <laughs> one's playing anyone besides Waller. Waller. Yeah. yeah. And he not had a Josh pretty Jacobs. decent game. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Josh Jacobs was out. Daniel Washington, um, in replacing Josh Jacobs, did a very good job. It was very interesting. I mean, 14 carries for 53 yards and a touchdown. So that is, you know, fine. You know, as far as yeah. the average goes, he got the touchdown. But he also throws in six catches for 43 yards. So they used him a lot, and he looked pretty good out there against the Tennessee defense that – you know, was really able to stop most of what they were trying to do. How about we move on to Patriots, Chiefs, Chiefs win 23-16. And my God, the officials are terrible. You see, like, (laughs) it was bad. I mean, they took two touchdowns away from the Patriots by blowing the whistle, or, you know, one's blowing the whistle dead on a fumble recovery. And then the next time, um, calling uh, Nikhil Harry out on the three-yard line when he clearly scored a touchdown. Just unreal in Patriots. I mean, who cares? Patriots lose, right? But it's still officiating is just terrible. Yeah, it definitely. I mean, we, we, there's been a few games that have been really horrendous, and this one is going to probably go in there. They're ten and three. Both of these teams are going to go to the playoffs, so it's, it doesn't really hurt anyone. Thank goodness. But yeah, it was you know it's not fun to see because you know you want to actually see who's the better team. So, but besides that, I mean, there were a lot of good players on this one. It was a low scoring affair, um, which I'm. I guess I'm not that surprised New England's been wonderful, but KC is, um, I, I always think that they're able to overcome so much. And this year they have come back down to earth. Still nine and four. They're still very good. But Patrick Mahomes, 283 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Um, you know, McCoy had 11 carries for 39 yards. Not a whole lot to write home about. I mean, even Kelsey, seven for 66. Great. Tyreek Hill, six for 62. Um, Hardman is the one that gets the touchdown. So you, you know, you probably weren't playing with him and that was just one long catch. So I'm not sure where to, to talk about or go with this team. It was just kind of average across the board. Yeah. Mahomes is just, I mean, so he puts up 50 touchdowns or whatever last year and this year, you know, you know, he was hurt, but even now these last three games, he's only throwing a touchdown a piece in each game. You're not getting, he's not bringing teams to championships like he did last year. That's for sure. And I don't know. I don't know what to make of that. I mean, he was really good early on. He, you know, first three games. I don't know what really changed. Maybe it's just the lack of a real running game. I think is kind of hurt because they really don't don't have that right yeah. now. I, I agree I, with you. And and honestly, I, I do chalk it up. It is against New England. At New England is probably the toughest game on their schedule. Yeah. And he, I mean, even with missing, what, he missed two games. Uh, I think he was still ranked in the top 10 going into this. So I think at the end of the year, he'll still be a top 10. I mean, he he could have one big game and be end up being a top five. But I, I think it's um it's interesting, but I'm not overly worried about it. And then uh, Patriots side of things, Tom Brady didn't, I mean, 169 yards and a touchdown on a pick. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah. It's just uh, kind yeah. of just yeah. average performances the around only, the, 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 only around one the board. Edelman's been Edelman, good, right? That's it. Yeah. Eight for 95 touchdowns. Edelman's has a good game. It's just that, it was just that kind of game. It was, I mean, it was a good game. To, I enjoyed watching that game at the end there. It was fun to see if Patriots could come back, but it just wasn't a good, like, scoring-wise. Fantasy game, yeah. Yeah. And how about Steelers, Cardinals, Steelers win 23-17. Somehow the Steelers are 
eight and five. Dude, that is hilarious to me. I mean, I remember, I don't know how many episodes ago this was, how many weeks ago, you said they were a bad football team. <laughs> I know. I got crushed on online about that one. And I, I do have to admit it, though. I, offensively, I mean, they have not been good, but their I mean, defense look, is really that good. I mean, look at the, look at this team and what I mean. Hodges was sixteen to nineteen, one fifty two, and a touchdown. Well, I love they're playing their third string quarterback. I mean, they're I don't. I mean, Snell is their you know starting running back at the moment. Uh, Snell disappointed me. Uh, yeah, I mean, Juju's not playing. I, this team is so bare bones offensively. It's just amazing they're able to pull these wins together. It it really is. I mean. Tomlin is going to get all the credit in the world now for this. He should. And can you imagine if he actually had a healthy Juju and Roethlisberger and Connor and had all of his weapons? You have to believe that they would be maybe not with the big boys, but a legitimate contender to make some noise in the playoffs. Yeah, but I mean, I say fantasy-wise, there's just not much to go off here. (laughs) No. Deontay Johnson had himself a good game, but one was what? The the punt return touchdown, then he caught a touchdown. I mean, eh. Yeah, really, and who, let's be honest. Who is playing him right now? So, not many people. Yeah. So Cardinals, Kyler he throws two touchdowns, but throws three picks. Not much there for him. Um, Christian Kurt, eight for eighty-five, solid. And then David Johnson caught himself a touchdown. Hey, look, <laughs> look at look at him! Look at him go. <laughs> he's not retired yet. Yeah. And that's still with that touchdown, that twenty-four yard touchdown. He still only gets eleven point three points. He did nothing else. Man, that that fall for David Johnson, even with the touchdown today, that fall for him is just just crazy to me. Like yeah, that he was has quick. to be hurt, right? Like he, I, I, I have to believe it. I mean, I All think right. that's why they went out and got Drake, and you know, I think they they're building, it. and they're kind of like next year, next year yeah. we'll, we'll do something. But all right, I guess the only other game is the one that's still it's not quite wrapped up. It's Rams Seahawks, and we can talk about it real quick. It's Seahawks have the ball here under two minutes. Russell, you feel like he's just going to get you some more fantasy points here from some, you know. That's just what he does. But Rams looked pretty good today, you know, for the most part, finally. Gurley, 23, they gave him 23 carries. They said they were going to give him the ball, and they did. It's only 3.4 yards per carry, but he got a touchdown, caught four for 34. So that's a solid game. Yeah. And you know, for what thing, we've been getting. <laughs> but I mean, even though he didn't, it, you know, it doesn't show up as like monster numbers. I mean, it just goes hand in hand. I don't understand why they, I mean, they're trying to keep him healthy, good for them. But at the same time, when you're struggling, you are going against the ten and two Seahawks. You give Gurley twenty three carries, and then you're beating them soundly. And you start wondering why that is. I mean, it's a very like connect the dots. I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like he helps Goff so much because Goff <laughs> has been struggling as well. He had a good game. I mean, he did have two interceptions, but two hundred ninety three yards, two touchdowns. He did what he needed to do in order to win the game. Well, then um. It's, it sucks for Gurley owners that Malcolm Brown got the one-yard touchdown because as of now, Gurley is 17.3 in standard. That would have been a good uh, 23.3 game right there. And still still a pretty pretty solid here, but nothing um, – oh, there goes uh, Russell throwing a pick in that one. So that's going to end that thing. But Higby, I'll say Higby, 7 for 116 to, without Gerald Everett in there. It's a pretty good uh, performance there. Look at okay, Higby's interesting. Seven for one hundred and seven in a touchdown last week. Seven for one hundred and sixteen this week. Is he is he a must add at tight end? I mean, at tight end, yeah. Why not? <laughs> yeah, I think he has to be at this point. Uh, other than that, though, Wood seven for ninety eight touchdown, good game. Cooper, Cooper Cup gets himself a touchdown, but he has not been the same player 
you know, since that he was at the beginning of the year, the first five weeks, the guy was ridiculously good. And even with touchdowns the last two weeks, he hasn't been this. He hasn't been as dominant. But that's just I think the overall team today. I mean, like I said, today's like the first time they've get a good win but yeah and i do have to kudos to uh robert woods and if you're playing him good for you as well because he stuck with it and honestly the last four games he's played or so especially after chicago when he missed that one the last three he's looked really really good i mean he finally gets a touchdown today to you know amp him up but i mean look at this against good teams as well so week 12 against baltimore Six catches for 97 yards. Okay, great. At Arizona, 13 for 172, which is Arizona, but still 172 yards is ridiculous. And then today, seven for 98 and a touchdown against a very good Seattle team. Um, what do you think about him going forward? Because he does have at Dallas, at San Francisco. And then if you are playing week 17, he's going against Arizona again, which I think we can agree you can play him. But at Dallas, at San Fran, what are you feeling? Okay, okay this is a... This team, just in general, is another one of these. I don't know what to expect from anybody ever. It, I, I, I guess I feel okay playing him, but I don't feel great. <laughs> I feel yeah. like I say that too much, but it's just I don't right, what do you know think what they're like. He, he would probably rank in like what the mid to high twenties for those you know, games. Maybe or you feel better about him than probably that. a little better than that. But I'll probably I mean he's playable, definitely playable. I'd say that. But I don't. I don't like that San. I mean, okay, I say I don't like that San Francisco matchup. But I mean, look at they just did today. How I can that was I, the anomaly though? I can't imagine. That's what the NFL. It's like this fantasy thing's hard, man. Like, <laughs> how do you know what's gonna happen? You think you got all the information fourteen weeks in, right? You think all the information's there. You know exactly what it is, and then they just throw a curveball, and who knows anymore, right? Um, but I think I think he's a fine. I think it'd be a decent. I don't know exactly. Like 15 to 20 range, probably. I'm thinking somewhere in there. And uh, just well, to finish about, it uh, out, I was going to say, say Seattle. <laughs> well, I was saying before, how about Brandon Cooks? Is, well, he, I mean, he did play tonight. If Yeah, you, I know. You would, uh, you would be surprised to learn that. Yeah, he did play, but I mean, he just hasn't been the same. He's been hurt. And um, I, I think at this point, you just, you, you just, you know, you pretend like he's not an option because right. it's just, it's just, you know, hasn't been good. And so, I, don't, yeah. I don't think this is any of fault of his own. He no. just hasn't been healthy this year. So and then I guess he has Seattle here. Russell Wilson's going to give himself 10.6. He just lost a lot of fantasy owners uh, playoffs oh, right there. I know. He had his worst fantasy game in probably the most heightened, <laughs> I mean, week one of the playoffs. I mean, it's a bummer. Um, I don't know what else to say about it. He's been so good all year. Um, but the other ones, I mean, Chris Carson, 15 carries, 76 yards. He still did his thing. Penny goes down. I don't no, know if you've heard any more about that, but not yet. But it, I, I don't have a good feeling about this one. Yeah. It's so after we kind of hype Penny up, I mean, Chris Carson is going to be the bell cow for sure again. And the other one, um, you know, DJ, uh, DK Metcalf, um, six catches for seventy-eight yards. So it's always good to see him continue uh, to perform. But I, other I'm, than that, I yeah, I'm, a, I'm still DK is going to be really good. And I can just see him getting better and better. But, yeah, it's a disappointing game for Seattle here. I mean, Russell, I don't know what that was. That's not – I mean, he if he even – if he was even in the conversation anymore for uh, MVP, it's done. It's all Lamar Jackson's for sure now. 
It's you would not think. Even, I, mean, I mean, we'll see what happens. I already at thought the he end, was. But, yeah, he was already going to be that. But um, I mean, they're still going to be ten and three, right? Yeah, but that was just yeah hard to do that on national TV. Yeah, I mean, it was a, not a great performance, but I don't know. I, I would still yep. consider him as a uh, you know one of the last contenders because he's been so good before this. So if he has, if he finishes strong, I would still. I almost like him over. I mean, Lamar Jackson has been so good. So after this one, I can see giving it to him. But I really thought they were neck and neck before this. Yeah, I think it's all Lamar now. I really do. You might be right. But all right, that's it for week 14 recap. We'll be back tomorrow night. We'll talk about some some waiver wire if you're still in this thing for next week. And hey, you never know. I'm only down 60, like (laughs) 64.7 or something. And I got... uh, I got I got Zach Ertz and Eagles D. You never know, right? Can you imagine if you had the foresight and played Emmanuel Sanders and Mostert? <sighs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> so saying, who would I, I mean, uh, Sanders, I, I could have. but I mean, I still would lose, but I would have – I'd go in tomorrow night with like two really good games that would have give me a shot. But I feel better knowing that I'm down by a lot. <laughs> I yeah. actually do feel better about that. But hey. You get to face face that team for the for the championship. Yeah, it which you're probably be good. disappointed. You would have rather have me win because you know my crap team would have had actually. Won I, I, that did. Week. <laughs> I did. I was like, my team just is better than yours, but uh, you know, it's never fun to play each other. Yeah, it would be really fun, but it would always scare me a little more because we'd be across the podcasting table staring at each right. other, not trying to give anything up. <laughs> <laughs> but a, uh, it'll be your first championship appearance since 2010. How about that? <laughs> I know this league, man. This is. I'm going to celebrate so hard if I win this one. This has been the longest, and I have two weeks to go for this final, but has been the longest way to get a title. Uh, I cannot see. wait if it happens. We'll see if you can. All right, that'll do it. We'll be back tomorrow night. Talk to you guys then.